Bienvenidos and welcome back to Puro Pinche Gol, the place we discuss all things USMNT y la Selección Mexicana. My name is Adrian. Joining me this week is my co-host and Tokayo Adrian. Adrian, what's up, bro? Hey, how's it going, dude? Tuesday night over here. Um, it's apparently about to be the last couple of days of heat in Texas. <laughs> we shall see about that. But enjoying this weather that is extremely nice nowadays. Uh, here in Austin. Nice, but uh, it gets dark too early for my taste, man. I don't like yeah. when they go to this, uh, what is it, the um, day-night, day <laughs> savings or whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It is what it is, man. Uh, anyway, let's get into this episode. Uh, we're going to be discussing uh, the MLS playoffs so far. Um, you know, we've we've seen the, uh, the uh, wild card matches we've seen the best of three most of them at least already have concluded there's a couple that are going to the third match and uh, we're also going to kind of give our uh, our predictions to uh the upcoming uh you know next rounds of the mls playoffs um adrian before we kind of really go into um discussing you know results and matches i kind of want to talk to you about something that was uh kind of uh, controversial when it was announced and now even more controversial that it's been kind of implemented into playoffs the new round one playoffs are the best of three matches you know, we see something like this in the NFL, NBA, MLB, right, uh, where they play best of four early rounds or best of seven, you know, in the later rounds. Um, but uh, what do you, how do you, how do you think it's been implemented in in, uh, in soccer and MLS here? Um, do you are you a fan of it? Have you, have you come around of it now that we've seen a lot of uh, matches been played, or are you still a fan of the old either vuelta home and away uh, aggregate matches style? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I. I'm not going to say that I dislike it um, just because I have yet to figure out if it's something good or bad. The one thing that I dislike is they split up the matches a week in, uh, I guess there's, there's a week in between yeah. uh, each match. Right. And that to me is just, just too long, man. It's just too long for, um, for the matches to happen and i understand that maybe that's the decision was made to uh protect the players as much as they could right because it's it's a very fatiguing uh sport right and for mm -hmm. for having players running 90 minutes every other day it, it isn't necessarily the best thing to do although they do it in europe um but it's a, it's a tough one for me i'm gonna say right now I am on the not so not so on board. I think I I would like to see maybe another two seasons of this and see if uh, mm -hmm. if it's making any sense. The thing is that I mean we'll go through we'll go through the matches and each one of them, but so far I mean the pretty much the big teams have taken the lead and essentially gone with it. Uh, I think I hope I, well, I thought the expectation from MLS was to have more entertaining matches or have more entertaining uh, rounds, mm -hmm. playoff rounds, or at least the mm -hmm. first one. But I think that hasn't been the case. Um, I know there's some there's some matches going around today and and I think one more tomorrow. Um, but I I I don't think at least this specific approach on round one. Is making uh, is making the MLS more entertaining? 
Yeah, there, there's uh, Orlando's currently playing right now. They're they're in minute sixty. If they hold on to this one nil win, they'll qualify in two matches, not having to go to the third match. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's going to be another match tomorrow on the eighth. Uh, we're recording this November seventh. Um, then there's a couple um, third round matches like Houston and RSL on the eleventh, and uh, Seattle and Dallas on the tenth to kind of conclude it right. But um, before we kind of dive into the matches, yeah, I mean, I I, I agree with you, man. I think uh, another couple. Um, season seeing this can be beneficial um i don't hate it as much as i thought i was gonna hate it um i i i don't like the fact like you said that it makes the early round of playoffs drag so much right i mean you know we we saw the wild card matches start back in like the 25th of october it's november 7th and the first round isn't even over yet um and won't be over for a while at least until the 11th um so that's like two weeks of for the first round slash wild card round um, but, uh, you know, I, 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 I've seen some exciting matches here and there. Uh, I, I like the fact that, um, at least for these early rounds that, you know, they don't go to extra time and go straight to penalty it kind of makes every match kind of exciting. Right. Um, but at the same time, like you said, I mean, there have been some blowouts like LAFC, who was the higher seed was expected to beat Vancouver. Right. And they, they, they did by a lot. Um, the, I guess the only one that was really a shocker, which we'll get into, was the uh, St. Louis getting knocked out by eighth seed uh, Sporting Kansas City, right? Um, but other than that, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm i on the fence as well, like you. I, I'd like to see it maybe season or two more, but um, I thought it was going to be a lot worse, to be honest. I, uh, I, I think the only negative for me, at least, is that uh, it just makes the early rounds and the playoffs in general just drag so much. We know why they did it. More games equals more money. But um, yeah, it's kind of been dragging, right? Yeah, definitely, man. It's, it's, it just seems that it's moving so slow, and you know, for those teams that are able to move on to onto the next stage as early as on the second match, um, they're gonna have to at least wait what another week before they can play. Um, <coughs> so, poof, it's it's just I I think if they figure out that you know timeline of how to make the round one. More entertaining and I guess a streamlining, streamlining in a way, it's going to be beneficial. But as of right now, to me, as a, it, and, and along with you, it's it's a it's a so-so. I wonder if we say this because we have been pro okay, not programmed but trained to like the the playoff format from you know other American sports. I am not a fan of uh, NFL or NHL. I sometimes watch the N- NBA. Uh, but I, I grew up and also living here in the States has made me be, more, I guess, has uh, indirectly uh, made me, uh, I guess, uh, unfazed by yeah. the, the, this format. And I don't really mind it anymore. And of course, like, <laughs> Liga Mekis has, has a playoff format as well. So as much as I don't like it, I guess it's to me just, you know, it is what it is. Normal. What we grew up with. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Uh, let me get on a tangent real quick for just a quick question for do you think Liga Mekis will incorporate this type of format with a three? You know, we know Liga Mekis loves money too. Oh man, I, I I really hope not. I don't think they have enough teams to make this uh this round one and, and whatnot or implementing the format of uh you know the best of three. Yeah. Um I know that you know the Doña Fede and Susequaces and all the all the dueños are essentially soccer for soccer's for money, uh, but I don't see how people would like 
this and uh, just the fact that a lot of the Liga Mekis players complain a lot about the number of matches and and all that stuff. I I just don't think there's enough infra- infrastructure in Liga Mekis to make this happen. I mean, if if someone's gonna if someone's gonna gonna make it work and see if it's if it's uh, viable, it's gonna be MLS. Yeah, yeah, good points. Um, well, we'll see how how these uh, round of three matches conclude. Um, like we said, the only one that's really going to a third match is uh, Houston, Real Salt Lake, Seattle, and Dallas, and um, I think that's it, right? I mean, we still have Philadelphia, New England that still have the second match that they play tomorrow. Yeah. Um, if Orlando holds on to this win, they'll advance. Um, but other than that, yeah, I mean, the other uh, matches were kind of conclusive. Um, so let's let's get into it, man. Kind of just uh, talking through what we've seen so far in the best one, uh, round one, best of three matches. Uh, starting with uh, the number one seed in the West, St. Louis versus number eight seed, uh, SKC, Sporting Kansas City. And uh, Sporting Kansas City just completely dominated them. 4-1 the first match in St. Louis, then uh, 2-1 in uh, Kansas. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, were you shocked by this result? I was. I definitely was. I, I did not expect St. Louis to fall this hard. I mean, I know it's, a, it's the latest uh, or the newest franchise on MLS, but they had a solid first season uh, as the new as a newbie in in MLS. Uh, I, I was completely surprised because I mean I I did I I really followed MLS this year. I watched a bunch of the matches. I did, I didn't watch all the matches, but I watched a bunch of them. And mm-hmm. SKC was trailing at the very beginning of of the league. Um, and to see him to see them here. You know, with Alan Pulido now in you know better form and participating on pretty much all of the goals, um, makes me feel that you know this is just goes to show that uh, experience most almost always will trump, uh, I guess, eagerness of of the newcomer, right? So I, I was surprised to see that four one. I. I think the two nil makes makes more sense, uh, but man, San Luis just completely fell apart. I mean, no reaction from them whatsoever. I think they just got stunned uh, and didn't know how to adapt. Yeah, I mean SKC when they qualify the playoffs, we've seen in the past they they're a different team. They're always pretty dangerous in the playoffs. So, uh, like you said, experience may have played a factor here. Um, the mm-hmm. next match in the West, uh, Houston Real Salt Lake. Houston won two one. Houston. Then lost uh, to Real Salt Lake in penalties 5-4 for the second match, which sets up the third match to be played in Houston on the 11th of November. Um, I mean, this one, I watched both of these matches, and uh, Houston was the better team definitely in the first match. I think, uh, you know, they took the lead early on in the second match and uh, got tied and then had a chance to uh, to close it out penalties, didn't close it out, obviously, and um, now are going to be hoping to uh, win it at home. Uh, you know, these are this is a team that won the U.S. Open Cup this year. Um, so they're hoping to also make a, a run here in the playoffs. It's been a while since Houston made a run in the playoffs, so um, I don't know. I mean, that's still one that's going to be a, two very close matches, 2-1 and 1-1 on penalties. It's going to be another close third match, I feel. Um, another match here, man, uh, LAFC completely, again, outclassed Vancouver. This was number three versus number six on the table on the West, uh, 5-2 in Los Angeles, and then they won 1-0 in Vancouver. Um I think this is one we all expected, right? Yeah, no. 
hands down, I mean, I don't think anyone thought Vancouver was going to beat LAFC. Although in that second match, Vancouver was very close to tie- tying the game at the very end. It was just very unlucky on their side. Um, and of course, I mean, uh, you can see the big difference on on, on teams between LAFC and Vancouver. Uh, the fact that you have Iniwanga, Jorgelini, Carlos Vela, and a, and a very robust bench on the LAFC side. And when you look at Vancouver, it's like, come on, man, you're you're having a really hard time trying to find <laughs> who is the go-to right. player for this team. But they put up a good fight, um, and unfortunately, it wasn't enough. Yeah, so LAFC advances to play the winner of Seattle versus Dallas. Uh, that This one's another one that's going to be going to the third match that's going to be played on the 10th of November. Um, Seattle won the first one, uh, 2-0 in Seattle, and Dallas winning 3-1 in uh, Dallas, the second match. Um, so this is going to be, I think, closer than those two results. Uh, you know, the third match is probably going to be closer than the two first results that were won by a diferencia de goles of two goals, right? I mean, a difference of two goals. Um, so I don't know. I think this third match is probably going to be a, a, a very uh, a hard-fought battle. That's probably going to be a 1-0 or 2-1 win for whoever wins. I, I really can't call this one. It, it really depends on if Dallas's forward line shows up to play. Um, but playing in Seattle does give Seattle a, a, a um, an advantage. So uh, we'll see what happens to that one. We'll obviously give our predictions after this and uh, see how how far we think each team's going to go here. Yeah. Um, this, is a, this, is the, this is a classic MLS match. Yeah, yeah this uh, one is a classic. Uh-huh. It's a yeah. it's a classic MLS match. Yeah, two classic teams uh, in MLS, and uh, it, yeah, it's going to be a, a, a good battle there for sure. Um, on the east side, we had uh, Red Bull New York advancing from the wild card, and they played Cincinnati, and ultimately um, they lost 3-0 to Cincinnati in the first uh, leg. Then the second leg, they um, had a chance to close it out twice in penalties. Uh, Cincinnati went missed the penalty. Red Bulls, uh, the fourth penalty or the fifth penalty, Red Bulls missed it the one after, so they didn't they didn't win it there. And then they had another chance and didn't win it, and ultimately um, – you know, they, they missed two back-to-back penalties. I think penalty 9 and 10, that ultimately costed them the the win. Um, so Cincinnati knocking out Red Bull, 1 versus 8 on the uh, Eastern table. I think another one that we kind of uh, figured, right? Yeah, it was a no-brainer, man. Sin City is up on the... It's up on the go uh, to, to become the champion. I mean, they are the community... Well, not community shield, but the... What is it called? The supporter shield uh, winner. Of the tournament, and I, I really, I, I have the feeling that they're going to make it all the way to the final. Uh, but I'll, I'll keep my predictions at this level before we jump into them. Uh, good to see my boy Brandon Basket moving on, and um, I'm excited for Sin City, man. Yeah, they're an exciting team for sure, um, and uh, we'll see how far they can get. Um, I want to hear your your predictions for them for sure. I know you've been caught; they were your team to win it from the from the beginning. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how they so, go, yeah. man. Um, the, the, the other round or the other match here on the East, uh, Philadelphia, New England, number four versus number five, Philly won the first match three, one, uh, tomorrow, November 8th. Uh, again, we're recording this on the seventh. Uh, they're going to be playing the second match in, uh, New England. So this is one that's still kind of open, but I think, um, Philly just a little bit stronger than New England and, uh, we'll probably close it out tomorrow on the eighth. Uh, you feel the same? Yeah, no, I mean, New England has... I mean, they made it as fifth seeded on on the which which this is the Western Conference, no Eastern Con- Conference. Eastern, sorry. Eastern, yeah, uh, yeah. 
They they made a fifth seed, but man, they had a terrible season. I mean, New England Revolution is supposed to be one of those classic teams in MLS, and it's supposed to be a powerhouse, but they have been just, you know, a shame to watch. Very boring to watch. They don't have a specific, uh, that that is specific, I guess, fire in them like they used to have back in the day. And I think Philly's gonna take it home, even though they're playing in in Boston or I guess Foxborough. Um, yeah. They, uh, they. I don't see how or when or why Philly will, will not take it. Yeah, I mean, New England got to the playoffs. They're probably happy with that. It's been. It's not the New England of old. That you know, they. I think they did back to back MLS Cup appearances back in their early 2010s, um, or yeah. not early, like in 2006, 2007. Um, so it's it's not the New England of old. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think Philadelphia takes this. Um, the third match here, Columbus is currently leading. Um, Sorry, Columbus leading. Uh, Columbus won the first match 2-0. Uh, Atlanta won the second match uh, 4-2. Um, so they will be going to a uh, third tiebreaker match uh, in Columbus. Uh, this is another one that's kind of uh, up in the air. I think Atlanta is one of those teams that uh, if they if they show up, they play really well. Um, but, you know, they lost 2-0 in Columbus. So going back there, I, I, I don't think it bodes too well for them. I think, at least in my opinion, I think Columbus maybe closes this one out. Um, who do you, who do you got for this one? I, I I think so too, man. I mean, the, the the problem with Atlanta is that throughout the entire season they have been very intermittent, right? They have matches where they are the best team in MLS, and then you have this place like they had on the first uh, first round, or I guess the first match on, on round one, where they were completely destroyed by Columbus Crew. So I think consistency will take it on this specific uh, leg, and we'll see Atlanta go. Yeah, and Columbus, again, one of those other classic MLS teams uh, who, mm-hmm. obviously Atlanta was has won it recently, right? But uh, Columbus has more pl- uh, playoff experience, I feel. Um, the last match here uh, that's currently ongoing, it's currently in the 73rd minute, and Orlando still up 1-0. Um, if Orlando holds on to win this 1-0 lead, or wins, you know, in general, 2-1, 1-2-0, whatever. Um, they will have closed this one out against Nashville, seven plays Nashville. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if I, I think Orlando maybe holds on to this one. Um, they're playing in Nashville, but, uh, you know, it's 18 minutes left. Uh, they might find a way to close it out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, are you shocked that uh, Nashville is going to be knocked? If they do get knocked out, would you be shocked? I mean, they were seventh. I mean, I am shocked because Nashville is a tough team to beat. Um, even though they were seven, that means that you know they didn't have a strong season as they did last year. Um, but it's one of those teams that you cannot, you know, uh, just automatically disqualify just because of their seed number. Um, they have some strong players like yeah. Andy Mukhtar that you know they show up and tear tear everything down. So uh, I'm going. It's this, to me this is a shocker. It's even at the same level as. As shocking as St. Louis uh, getting knocked out in the first round, just because of Nashville's recent history, not right. necessarily for anything else. Yeah, yeah, they've been very successful the last couple of years. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, man. So yeah, that kind of concludes the first round. What we're expecting, um, obviously, after this, they go to the conference semifinals, which is back to kind of regular what we understand and know from playoffs, right? Two-legged matches, uh, then the conference final, final, which is two-legged matches, home and away, higher seed. And then uh, the one match MLS Cup playoff or MLS Cup final. Um, so predictions, I think, um, you know, we said, uh, you know, so far we have obviously on the West, Sporting Kansas City and LAFC are through. 
who do you have? I, I gave you my prediction. I, I think Houston's going through, and um, Dallas and Seattle, that's a toss-up. Um, who do you think is going through between Houston and Rouse Lake and Dallas and Seattle? I think Clutchdown Houston is going to make it, and uh, I, I hope that Seattle makes it to the next stage uh, because I dislike Frisco FC. I really dislike Frisco. Them. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, uh, I know that it's it's a seater for the USMNT and when we're not I don't have anything and nothing really against them but Frisco FC my guys y'all going down alright on the east Cincinnati and uh, crew um, well I say crew uh, Cincinnati has gone through crew uh, Orlando and um, who was it Orlando and uh, Nashville still to find out who's going through in Philadelphia New England I'm thinking uh, the crew goes through um, Orlando and Philly. Would you agree with those? I agree with the crew. I think it's more than likely that Orlando will move on. And yes, Philly definitely will take it home. All right. So moving on to the conference semifinals, uh, you would have then at this rate um, Houston versus, uh, who was it? Who would it be? Uh, Houston versus Sporting Kansas City. And then LAFC versus uh, the winner of Seattle and Dallas, which you're saying is Seattle. Um, who do you got between Houston and Sporting? I'm thinking Houston wins it somehow. Between Houston and Sporting, Kansas? Oof. Yeah. Uh, man, I... That's a classic MLS with, playoff match. It is sure. a classic MLS playoff match. I'm going to stick with SKC just because I think this recent win against St. Louis is going gonna, is gonna to push them to at least reach the, sem- the semi. Wow. Okay. So you got sporting yeah. going. Okay. And then between LAFC and the winner of Seattle and Dallas, I think uh, we're both picking LAFC. Or are you sticking with Seattle? Yeah, man. It, it has to be LAFC. Like if, if the LAFC gets knocked out in the second round, it's going to be as shocking as St. Louis going in the first one. Yeah. And as we're here in the Western Conference, let's finish off the conference final. LAFC versus you're saying Sporting. I'm saying Houston. I think LAFC beats Sporting and or Houston. Uh, what do you got for the final? Yeah, it has to be LAFC just because of the you know the, their depth of our, of their team um, and as far you know also they have a bunch of players who have already won the MLS Cup last year and a lot of them are maybe not highly su- successful with their previous uh, clubs. But all of them have a plethora of experience that will come in handy on those clutch matches. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think that carries them through to the final. Um, on the Eastern side, we have Cincinnati versus Philly. At least we think Philly is going through versus New England. Um, and I think between those guys, I think Cincinnati takes it. What about you? Since he's going to take it. Yeah, I, I'm rather with you. Since he's going to take it. And then I think I think we said Columbus is probably going to be the the one that goes through versus Orlando, who's now in minute seventy eight, still up one nil, about to qualify. Um, I think uh, Columbus uh, Columbus's playoff experience pushes them past Orlando. Man, that, that I think this is one of the most level matches uh, on the second round, but I think that I'm going to stick with Orlando on this one. I know Orlando is seated really? number two. They had a, well, yeah, they had a good. Uh, end of the season, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and they were right there with Cincinnati, just below six points. Um, they, they had a, a very solid season. They did. Probably their best season in the MLS so far. Um, <laughs> and then, so you have we have Cincinnati against, uh, you're saying Orlando, I'm saying Columbus. 
Um, I think regardless, we both have Cincinnati winning the conference final and going to MLS Cup. That is correct. I'm going to stick with my B-boy Baskets. He's going to make it, dude. He's going to make it. He's going to win MLS Cup and then move to Europe is what you're thinking? That's what I want. That's what I want for him. I believe in you, Brandon. <laughs> so uh, that leads us to the MLS Cup final. Uh, LAFC versus Cincinnati. Um, I think uh, we're both hoping for and thinking Cincinnati takes it. And um, that will be their kind of a fairy tale story there, winning it. That would uh, be great. Yeah. Yeah, back back in yeah. February when we did the the MLS preview at the beginning of the season, I think I said I have to go back and please PPG Nation go back if you can and uh, let me know if I'm lying or if a clown, if I, if I should put a clown face. But I think I said Cincinnati was my team to take it all, and I'm gonna stick with it, man. Yeah, I think I said NY NYCFC, so I had no chance. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it shows what I know, right? Um, but uh, yeah, Cincinnati with a good chance to win it here for sure who we think is going to take it. Um, these uh, playoffs always get interesting towards the later round, so uh, we'll see what's going on yeah. here as we continue watching and updating you guys uh, as playoffs go. But, uh, you know, as we wrap this one up, Adrian, uh, we want to remind everybody that um, a, the uh, Nations League uh, qualifiers are this month. They, they start next week, so we're obviously going to be covering that for Mexico and the United States, kind of giving our reactions mm-hmm. to the roster drops once the rosters do release. And obviously covering both uh, home and away matches in those uh, quarter uh, in those qualifiers. So uh, make sure to stick it here with Puro uh, Pinche Adrian, man, as we wrap this up, where can our listeners find us, dude? Dude, they can always find us on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe, hit the like button, and turn on the notifications. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast on. Last but not least, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at Puro Pinche We post stuff every now and then. Yeah, make sure to follow us and uh, definitely let us know in the comments below who do you got moving on and advancing. Is your team still in the playoff hunt or has your team been knocked out or didn't even qualify? Uh, we definitely like interacting and hearing from you guys down there in the comments. Um, these playoffs are starting to heat up. So uh, like we said, let us know your thoughts on, on the playoffs. Uh, there, man, another good episode with your brother. Uh, I'll be seeing you. Always a pleasure, my friend. Take it easy. Likewise, man. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>